Are you an entrepreneur just getting started in creating video content for your business? Or have you been creating it for a while and it's just not hitting the way that you want it to? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast. My name is Diana Gladney and I'm going to help you with the tips and the strategies to amplify your business and your brand using video. So if that's something that you're into, let's get started with today's episode. What is up, entrepreneurs? Welcome to the Video Simplified Podcast with your hostess, the mostess, Diana Gladney. Today, we are diving into the common question that I get, which is, do I still recommend the Canon M50 in 2021, which would be the time of recording this podcast? The answer is no. And that honestly stopped even not just last year, but the year before. But even then, uh, you know, the videos that I initially made on the Canon M50 were from 2018, So we fast forward into 2021, moving forward, um, there's always going to be videos out there that say why it's still great, show you video quality, you get convinced based on their excitement, their use case, and all the wonderful stories that make it good selling points to say, you know what, I think this would be all right, despite the other videos that I see. But my channel will show you something that's a little different, which is that yes, I had or have a video series um, that is again from 2018 on the Canon M50, sharing my excitement at the time uh, of using that camera for a lot of different things, honestly pushing it past what they even made it for. And the honest reality is that that camera was um, just a a good go-to camera because it was a Canon flip out screen, it was good for vlogging and that's what I got it. Wind up having it and it's just like, okay, well, this would be good to see what else I could pull out of this thing and, you know, ergo the M50 series. Fast forward and those videos still do well in 2021. And I'm, I've considered several times um, just because of my current stance on it and not wanting to confuse people um, for when it comes to a specific use case of, is this camera still one of my recommended ones? And the answer is no. But there are other creators out there that would use it for different things, which would make it a good buy for them. So I want to make it very very clear and abundant, abundantly clear. I do not recommend this camera any longer when it comes to video content creation for entrepreneurs. If you had it and you're doing the occasional live stream, it was fine. Um, it doesn't mean that it's uh, necessarily a bad camera. It just does not meet the requirements that are necessary that I believe are necessary when you're trying to create content moving forward, the pandemic completely changed everything for a lot of people. In addition to making live streaming go from an occasional thing that you could do to something that you absolutely have to do on a daily, if not a weekly basis. That being the case, you know, even with the Mark II coming out, literally the only things that they changed about it was clean HDMI out, which is a firmware update. And I believe I've talked about this on previous episodes as well as previous videos. So I'm not going to dive into it here, but that's about it. And gave you a digital record button on the screen that you can touch instead of like the, the only thing being like the recording button on the camera. That's not anything major. Um, so honestly, it's just Canon being cheap and selling you the same camera twice with the firmware update. It's like Apple selling you a whole other phone or any of the companies selling you a whole other phone to, you know, get an update. That's a software update. It's one of those kinds of deals. The beginning of the list that I go through when I'm explaining to um, entrepreneurs, content creator is that look at 
what are you doing today? You're doing a lot of live streaming. So off the top, clean HDMI out is the thing. If you're looking at the Mark II, it's easy to say, oh, well, it has that. And then you're looking at the video footage of other stuff and you say, oh, well, great, right? This is fantastic. Wrong. <laughs> so the other feature to look into and to consider that I believe is something that you absolutely would need is unlimited recording. Unlimited video recording is a thing because guess what? More companies, more entrepreneurs are going to be having podcasts. And guess what? Those are going to be video podcasts. And in addition to if you're wanting to record your talks, record your own um, small micro events that you may be doing or hosting um, or anything like that. And when it comes to that and you're recording the content, do you really, really want to have to have a whole other person either stop what they're doing, bring on and hire somebody or volunteer that has to watch every 30 minutes to make sure that they can keep the camera going because it's going to stop every 30 minutes. Some stuff is just completely outdated and it's just not worth buying. Another brand of camera that I don't recommend like at all is Panasonic. A lot of people pick up the Panasonic G7 camera and it's in that same category, if not worse. It has horrible autofocus because it literally has none. It's using contra contrast detection autofocus, which is the same that we see in the Canon M50 in the 4K feature, which is why. And then you also see it crop in. So it like zooms in a lot. So let's say you had a shot or an image that you were looking at and you could see, let's say from about the waist up um, or somewhere thereabout. When you switch the camera, just literally switching it into 4K, all of a sudden that punches into maybe the tips of their shoulders and just mostly their face. So it has a very significant crop, which means that you would have to back that camera up significantly to deal with that in addition to manually focusing. So it's a really terrible thing because it's like even our smartphones aren't doing some of the poor decisions that Canon is doing. And honestly, again, it's just a complete and total waste of money. But one of the big allures with the Canon M50 is the fact that it's cheap. Even with the Mark II is that these are cheap cameras. They look pretty decent. So people say, oh, that'll work. You know, it's like, or the key phrase becomes workarounds. Workarounds aren't solutions. They'll get you by. And again, 2018 will get you by. It's like, yeah, if you got this and this and that or whatever, then cool. You know, you can get by with it and it'll work for you. However, now <laughs> looking at what you would need today, that's not the case. So unlimited recording, clean HDMI is a thing. In addition to whether you believe it or not, you need 4K video. The reason why people start, <laughs> like I get these emails and, and they're asking constantly, why does it look like this? Or why I have this camera, usually the Canon 50, and I need it to do this and this and that or whatever. And it's because it can't do some of the things of what they're trying to do. Yes, lenses are a thing. Lenses are extremely important and it helps to breathe new life into a camera. Um, and lenses is the name of the game for any camera. However, when you already have a camera that is severely limited, lacking in a ton of things and really isn't built to do what most of what people are trying to do with it in the climate that we're in today, that's a poor business decision financially in an investment in a tool that already isn't built to do what you would need it to do. It's the same thing like an Olympic track runner investing in thrift store shoes that have a hole in them already and 
it doesn't have the ability to add in two spikes to the tips of the shoes. You're already starting out with a limitation and you're like, well, I can kind of get around it. And I mean, if I just super glue it, then it should be like, it's like workarounds and stuff like that aren't solutions. And honestly, it creates a problem and causes you to waste your time because it's a waste of time. And a lot of people get frustrated and they don't like these kind of conversations or it's just like, well, well, what about this? It's just like, honestly, guys, let's stop. Let's just stop making excuses. It's not going to work. Long term, it's a waste of money. Short term, it's a waste of money. It's just not worth it. And I'm so sincere in saying that. And it's like my brand loyalty is to no one. <laughs> no company. I still recommend cameras based on a person's need and what they're saying that they want. But honestly, like for most of what I'm teaching, training, and even when I ask somebody, they'll say, should I get this one or that one when they're talking about cameras? And I won't pick for them. And the first, because the first thing I'm going to ask them is what are you planning to do? What kind of content specifically are you talking about making? And I'll go through and ask them a series of questions and about 9.999% of the time out of 10, <laughs> it's not anything that Canon offers or even anything that Panasonic offers that would suit that need. Right now, the brand that works, that suits the business uh, for the type of work that we're doing is Sony. Again, it's the difference between that thrift store shoe with the hole in it, with the the not the inability to put spikes in the shoe, and you're already starting off with a disadvantage, to just going and buying a good pair of shoes to do the work. It's just a tool to do the work. And I think sometimes people fall in love with these brands too much that it makes it hard for them to make good and competent business decisions. And so when I'm saying it's not worth buying, it's not worth buying. And that's just the reality of it. Um, people say stuff about 4k. I don't need 4k. I'm not recording 4k. All the files is too big. Guess what? At some point you have to grow up in, in your, in maturity, in your video content creation. And then that means entry level cameras aren't what you need to be looking at anymore. It's the same thing when you have to transition for your bank account for the company when you have to switch computers or literally anything else, when you get something initially and you're like, oh, okay, cool. But if you will allow me to save you time, stress, frustration, and money by simply saying to you for all of the things of what you are trying to do. And in just even without having to have a conversation with you based on my experience, based on my expertise and knowledge, based on conversations that I have with a ton of entrepreneurs, nonprofits, leaders in all kinds of different industries, most of what the Sony a6100 or the Sony a6400 has will get the job done. And for as many people that have this allure to the Canon M50, the Sony a6100 literally is all of the things that I'm talking about that you would need just to get started. So a good camera to get started with would be the Sony a6100, not the Canon M50, at least at the lowest thing. And you're talking about unlimited recording 
4K video, still unlimited recording. And that 6K video, honestly, that is squeeze, as I like to say, but it's really 6K video that's squeezed down into a 4K file. So you're getting far more quality in addition to unlimited recording. Can I say that again? Unlimited recording. Think about not just what you're doing right now, but also what kind of content you are preparing to make. What is next next thing on your agenda? If it's going to sit on a tripod and it's like, well, it's fine because like, don't justify your own delusions. Like, let's just be very honest here. Don't justify your own delusions. If it's going to work for sitting on the tripod because eight months out of the year, you're going to be live streaming, then fine. But that's eight months. What are you, what about the next three years? Are you looking at having to buy something literally after those eight months are over? Are you going to do any talks professionally at home, like in your local state or are you, when traveling is more of something that you might feel more comfortable with doing and you want to set that camera up to record a talk? Is that camera still going to work for you? When you pick it up off that tripod away from live streaming, is it going to work for you? These are the kind of questions and the things that unfortunately I have to have with people after the fact because they'll see a video. I will get the comment or the DM on Instagram and I'll give my recommendation specifically based on their use case. They don't take that advice. And then it's two months later, if that, if not like, hey, I know you said buy this one and I went ahead and bought this other thing like the M50 um, because I found it cheaper and I thought it was a good deal. Now I'm past my 30 days and I don't know what to do. And I got this thing coming up and what do I, what, what should I do? You should have got the right camera the first time. And full transparency, I'm not, we should have just got the camera right the first time. Because there are some things there are no workarounds for. That's the frustrating thing. Not because it's like you didn't quote unquote listen, but because you're creating problems for yourself that literally, literally spending a little bit more money. And I mean like $50 more solves all of that. You can get the same lens. The battery life is going to be about the same. You even get with the A6100 from Sony, you even get internal charging. So the same way you can take and plug your phone up and it starts to charge and you don't have to keep swapping batteries out of your phone. The camera works the same way. So, you know, there are a lot of things to consider when you're thinking about what to buy. But honestly, it's just like the Canon M50 should not be on your list moving forward as a camera that you are looking to buy for video content creation as an entrepreneur. So I wanted to take time to really fully address that uh, as best as I can. So one, <laughs> I have a dedicated resource to redirect people towards um, when it comes to this question, because honestly, this 15 minute podcast will save you a whole lot of time, hours, and frustrations. I pushed the Canon 50 way harder, more exposure with um, just the things that in the capability stuff that, again, they, they didn't create the camera to do. At the same time, you know, I'm getting to the point with the content for the M50. I've, like I said, again, I've considered completely removing it. 
to completely remove that equation, but it doesn't mean you're not going to still find resources on the camera. So it kind of doesn't matter. But I wanted to make it abundantly clear on my stance for it, not because it's like a bad camera. It's perfect for what they made it for, which was vlogging, simple content creation. But for what entrepreneurs need, that's not us. And if you have one, then just know it's fine. You can find uses for it or it stays on a tripod. And it's if you got a Mac, you can live save the day when it comes to doing that. Otherwise, if you got anything else you need to do, that's not going not to be the camera for you. So hopefully that clears up the question, addresses that um, for sure. Wanted to bring up the video content masterclass.com. You can go there and check out. Uh, we're not even check it out. It's not available yet. We're setting up to do the beta release, which that's only going to be a select amount of people. But go to video content masterclass.com because the, when you have your right camera, when you have the idea of who it is that you're helping, what kind of videos that you want to want to make, this video content masterclass is going to be designed specifically for entrepreneurs, specifically creating content so that we're getting out of the tutorials talk and things like that, that I share on the channel and really diving deep into how you can strategically create content that gets you more exposure to your business, your company leads you to more clients and makes it easier for you to create content in general, no matter how big or busy your schedule is. So if you are interested in getting more details on that, you can sign up for the wait list to get more details um, at the video content masterclass uh, website, which is video content masterclass.com. That's going to leave it for today's podcast. Let me know if you guys have any questions or anything like that. Love to hear it. And then here's the thing. If you listen to this episode and you have not left a rating or review, go ahead, open up the app where you're listening to this right now, hit that five-star button and leave a rating or review. But with that guys, a little bit of passion. Um, and as I always like to end every podcast, the winds of life blows on us all, but it is how you set your sales. So was that helpful? Did you get some tips out of that? Did you get something that you can implement today? If you did, make sure you leave a rating or review for the podcast. Helps get this show more exposure. Make sure you leave that five-star rating and review. I'd love to hear your thoughts. And also share it with a friend. Somebody you know needs some help with their video content strategy. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you on the next one.